Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, episode 47. Thank you for tuning in. As I bring myself to the space, I do feel guided to speak about an idea or a narrative that we hear on Earth today, and that is, there is a battle between darkness and light, or a spiritual warfare. As multidimensional beings, we are each living in our own reality. So this does not mean there is no battle here. It is letting us know that the ego sees the battle here. And when you are seeing the battle on earth, this is an indicator that you are calibrated within the five senses, that you are in the illusion that you are separate from other Father God. So just like in every episode, please use your discernment. Only take the information that resonates with your heart. I am not here to try to convince you of a truth. I am simply reminding you that you don't need to buy into other people's truths. The idea of spiritual warfare is regurgitated. It is a memory loop that beings are repeating with no substantial knowingness or experience, meaning we're all in the illusion of being separate from the Father God, so it can be easy to believe there is a battle here. So on this episode, we are going to tune into the consciousness of Mother Earth Gaia and ask her if she can give us a deeper understanding in regards to a spiritual warfare or a battle. Let us bring awareness to the breath and to the heart space. And you can set your own intention to receive the clarity or guidance that you are seeking. This will be a three-part message from Mother Earth Gaia. And let us see what comes up first. Breathe. Before we receive the first message from Mother Earth Gaia, I do want to clarify that I am very well aware of the events or conditions on Earth. However, I am also very well aware that we come to Earth to be in the illusion of separation from Mother Father God. And whatever we do here is constructed or based upon the perspective that we think we're separate. So on earth, are there people fighting? Are there killings? Is there a dark agenda? Absolutely. Is it an illusion from the perspective that it's not real? No, it's very real. Our perception of us on earth is the illusion. So there absolutely is a grievance, or what you might call negative energy, evil energy 
but this is all a choice because we have pinched ourselves away from Mother Father God and we are able to create as we go. So from the highest perspective, is there a battle? No. The personality identity, the ego, has made a battle. Earth is the ego's playground or the ego's battleground if we want to look at it from that perspective. So our intention is to help you refer to what you really are. The aspect of self that sits next to Mother Father God. message coming from Mother Earth Gaia in regards to the illusion of a battle or a spiritual warfare on Earth is the moon. If you have been following me on TikTok or joining our live broadcast, you will know that Mother Earth Gaia has been referring to the moon quite frequently. If we look at the moon as a stellar being or a consciousness that goes through phases but is always held in perfect support meaning the earth can be quarter or full and it still resides in the sky mother father god holds it where it is allowing it to go through its phases gracefully this might be a symbol of what we are today going through phases allowed to be whatever we be, our darkest or our brightest, that Mother Father God holds us no matter what. So we might see that there's a battle because from our perspective it doesn't look like Mother Father God gets involved. And it really doesn't. Because we come to the realm of existence to create individualized, to be in the illusion of separation. So the moonlight showing up first also represents darkness, as you can refer to the dark side of the moon. It also represents your intuitive knowing and your emotional body. It also represents mystery. So from this perspective, we might see how we are cross-firing or split in two because we are trying to identify as what we are not. And the moon is reminding us that as long as we are enchanted with the five senses in the body with disregard to the non-physical self or spirit, we will continue to project our own unknowingness in the world. And this will be translated in the experience or conditions of a battle, to be in resistance or conflict, in dual consciousness or polarity. So Mother Earth reminding us that We see a battle on earth because we don't know who we are today. And as we are coming to know what we really are, we will dissolve the remaining residue of that battle because the battle is perpetuated by the ego, the personality. Now, it sounds like the ego is doing something very harmful or working against us. However, the opposite is true. The ego is a divine gift and tool 
our ability to manage and maintain our alignment with discernment, to be able to decide which information to agree with or not. But if we don't know who we really are, we're not sure what information to attach to. So what we are seeing today, the apparent battle or spiritual warfare, is the culmination of our most dominant past thoughts, feelings, and emotions that we are dealing with. There is no separate creative force or another creative force in the cosmos, what you call the devil or Satan, tempting you. This is us doing it here on earth. We need to take responsibility and be accountable for our own actions. And in regards to the collective, we can see why we would be in the illusion of a battle because look at the collective. There's still hate or ill will sent towards people of a certain color. Some people just can't stand the fact that some men love men. We can go on, and every conflict is based off the illusion of separation that you think you are judging another when there is only one self here. So you might say this illusion of a battle is working in our favor because it will lead us to come to know that we have been creating the battle here because only we are here. So the moonlight showing up first from Mother Earth Gaia is reminding us that Even though you don't know what you really are, you might be in a phase of life that is not your full radiance. You are still held and perfectly supported by Mother, Father, God until you come to that knowing. And just like the moon, when you discover your full radiance, you will be in absolute intuitive knowing, as the moon represents our psychic and intuitive abilities. So is there a battle? not out there, only inside, and as long as we are in conflict within, we will project this in the outer world. This idea of the aliens coming and Brother Jesus Yeshua coming back, I'm sorry to say, no they are not, and no he is not. From the perspective that we are thinking about it in the individualized body, you're seeing them out there. And until we keep, unless we look within, we will realize that whatever you haven't found within, you cannot find it out there. The symbol of the firmament, the dome-like structure that encases us on earth. This is because we in our illusion of being separate from other God have become the most dangerous beings throughout all of the cosmos. There is no threat out there. There's no dark cabal or elite. The Illuminati, whatever you want to call it, it's us. It's us, only we are here. So if we come from the perspective of higher self, you can say there is a battle. But it's between your personality, identity, the ego, and your non-physical self. As you are coming to integrate this refined version of you, the personality ego that refers to memory doesn't like that. 
It wants to be able to predict and know what's going to happen. And if you stop referring to the memory to create your identity, there's where the conflict begins. Because the ego will fight you. It will tell you that enemies out there, look what he or she did. Look what they're doing over there. Trying to give you a focus point that you can blame your own inner conflict on. So just like in every episode, please use your discernment. And also when you go out in the world, please use your discernment. Be mindful that you are not taking in the regurgitated information from brothers and sisters who don't even know what they really are yet. If a brother or sister tells you their spiritual warfare, this means they have not realized or come to remember that they are God. That there is only one presence active here. No judgment here. All is well. Everyone will eventually realize what we are. But until that day comes, we are in a sensitive period, you might say, where whatever information you agree with and attach to will be the foundation of your new reality. There is no battle. The only battle is within. next message in regards to a spiritual warfare or a battle on earth. It is coming from Ascended Master Ganesha and it would make sense that Mother Earth Gaia would bring in this elephant symbol as the elephant is the largest land animal and maybe one of the most gentle and loving. The elephants are ruled by a matriarchy which is the divine feminine or the mother aspect being the godhead or the oversoul, the overseer. This message, if we honored the illusion of time, would represent today, the present moment. And for Mother Earth Gaia to bring in Ganesha, it's very significant because Ganesha reminds us that there are no battles or obstacles, only your thoughts. So I'm so happy Mother Gaia brings in Ganesha because this really helps us describe it a lot more easier coming from the perspective of Ganesha. Ganesha as the elephant, lord or god, represents or symbolizes the cerebral cortex in the brain. It is the higher mind or the higher brain, the sacred mind we will call it. Coming from this perspective, you might see how we experience beingness or states of being in levels. And the starting level, you might say, the unbearable pain of being separate from other Father God, that's the battle, the duality and polarity. It's a default setting that we incarnate in. So for Ganesha to come in, this symbolism would say, rise above the memory loop or the data that is perpetuating the battle. How do you rise above? Well, we rise above by, first of all, paying attention to your own inner guidance, your intuitive nature, as the elephant would represent the mother energy, the hypersensitive psychic, to know what you know without evidence in the physical realm. So if we look at this symbolism, Ganesha would be telling us, if you look to the physical realm, 
what you call reality. If you look there, of course you will see a battle because in this default setting, we are in the illusion of being separate from Mother Father God. And this is the starting of all suffering and all battle. Everything we do, every person you're searching for, everything you want, it's God. You think it's a lover, you think it's the job, you think it's money, it's God because God is the only source of all things. So Ganesha coming in very strongly today reminding us that we are on a path that appears to have obstacles and tests. However, these tests are not from what we call God. It is an unconditionally loving source. Prime Creator, God, never tests us, never puts obstacles in our path. We do that because we create as we go. So are you creating your own experience? Well, we sometimes align with the creative energies. Only Mother Father God creates your experience. However, your passions, your creativity, and your talents are the, is the indicator of what you agree to create with Mother Father God as a co-creator. So Ganesha coming in reminding us that first of all we are spiritually protected and guided. Protected not from the 3D perspective that there's something to protect us from. He's reminding us that we are protected because we have our ability to use discernment and protect ourselves from our own lower vibrational thoughts. That's the battle, you and you. The 3D perspective, the personality identity, and the non-physical self. The non-physical version of you, what you call higher self, is trying to be more integrated in the vessel. And when this happens, the memory loop is distorted or you don't refer to it as much and the personality doesn't like that. So this whole time, we have been projecting our own inner conflicts on the world because we are coming to know what we really are and the version of self that we thought we were is fighting this process. This is why we see a battle out there, because we're reflecting or projecting our own inner fight. So Ganesha comes in reminding us that you can put the symbol of the elephant in front of you, which is the sacred mind, which we will refer to. And as you put this elephant in front of you, you can visualize or see in the mind's eye how it smashes all test or obstacle before you even get there. And if we honor the sacred mind, this is the symbolism that as you refer to the higher part of the mind, not the lower four pain bodies of the personality, fear, pleasure in the body, over, uh, overstimulation, addiction and seduction, all these things that are part of being what we call human, they're not bad, it's part of the journey. But once you got the data, you don't need to keep doing it to refer to the data. You have the experience. So Ganesha is telling us that if we don't refer to the higher mind, this means that we're stuck in the memory loop. So from this perspective, you might say the sacred mind refers to the part of your mind, the actual brain, a higher part of the brain that has fresh neuron pathways. You're not using it yet because it's not a memory, but you can refer to it because you are multidimensional and you are able to tune yourself into a feeling or a thought that you prefer. Today, we just happen to keep tuning ourselves into memories because we can predict and it's just so much momentum. So Ganesha coming in, affirming and confirming. 
all of your battles and your tests are cleared away because you are receiving the guidance that is leading you to understand or to know for yourself that there is no battle out there. It's only in here, within. So Ganesha sends us so much love and as the consciousness of the elephant joins us, it is a motherly energy, very patient and calm, very gentle and warm, compassionate, understanding, understanding. It doesn't force or make things happen. It does all the work from the inside out. So yes, Ganesha is reminding us, there are no test or obstacles, only our thoughts. from Mother Earth Gaia in regards to a spiritual battle or spiritual warfare does come from the perspective of a future timeline if we honor the illusion of time. Mother Earth Gaia brings us the number nine and brings our focus to a magic forest or an enchanted forest. This message is a celebratory message as Mother Gaia reminds us that we have come to the end of a cycle or a phase and it is time to move in a new direction. And given the first two messages, we might say the new direction or new thoughts, new feelings to tell a new story. And as we integrate and come into unity consciousness, the new story will be of oneness, that you know that you have been projecting your own lower vibrational thoughts in the world and creating a battle for yourself. So this message is a reminder that we can take the struggle out of our situation and we can turn our anxiety into excitement and eagerness. Why would Mother Earth be telling us this? Well, I feel guided to say that what we call the battle or dual perspectives was on a sort of timer. And the reason the brothers and sisters who are perpetuating this memory loop of duality and polarity are doing so is because they know their time is almost up. Now we say they lightly because they is us, only we are here. We have addressed this in a previous episode in regards to being infiltrated on Earth. That there are beings here that look like you, humanoid, but they are not you. They come from a different star system. But they are your brothers and sisters because we are all children of God. So from this perspective of the mystery or the magic, Mother Earth Gaia is telling us we're not supposed to know what is coming. And this is what she means. You can't foresee or predict if you're looking to the physical realm to tell you what's going to happen next because the physical realm is in the matrix of the memory because we think, physically speaking, that we are separate from source. It's very important that you think and speak for yourself today. Even this message, please don't believe a word that I'm saying unless it resonates. Be very mindful not to take information unless you know it to be true in your heart. So from where we are right now, Mother Earth Gaia is telling us, we can't foresee and we can't predict what's coming. 
but rest assured that you are going into unity consciousness because this was the plan the whole time. And although you can't see the evidence of your positive outcome yet, your inner battle is the indicator that you are approaching this positive outcome. Whatever does not align with the highest good of all and your highest truth will rise to the surface for your attention so it can be integrated and then transmutated. Meaning you will come to have a deeper understanding in regards to the events in your life. We speak about this often. To take the data, to take the lesson, where's the blessing? How did this situation work in my favor? So if we come from that perspective, how does the battle or spiritual warfare work in our favor? On earth it gives you the ability to see the power of your manifestation. You are witnessing your own creation. And this is hard for some of you to swallow because you might say, well, none of us would want a bad thing to happen to us. And this is true. Nobody wants any negative thing to happen or bad thing to happen, relatively speaking. But remember, you incarnated in a default setting that is the illusion of being separate from source. So anything can happen here. It's a free-for-all. So much so that we are encased in a firmament. So not to go create chaos and destruction in the cosmos. We don't need to fear any extraterrestrial races or beings because there are councils of light, you might say, that are keeping these threats at bay. You will never be able to be interfered with or manipulated unless you choose it. However, the firmament is protecting the higher realm from you, the human. Technically speaking, you are the most advanced beings in throughout all the cosmos. And this makes you the most dangerous because you don't know this about yourself yet. You think you are the body, separate from other Father God. And this is very... We need to be careful of you, the humanoid. You don't even love yourself on earth. You condemn your own self on earth because you still see separate. You are not in unity yet. So this is the purpose of the firmament, to keep the most advanced beings in their own containment so they don't cause the chaos and destruction in the cosmos that they cause on earth. So yes, you are safe, you are protected, not from the perspective that you need to be protected, from the perspective that you rest with Mother Father God, that nothing can interfere with you unless you choose it. So from where we are right now, you can say that the future is a mystery. It depends on you. Each of you hearing these words and all the brothers and sisters on the earth, it depends on your decision today. You don't see it like this, but you are constantly manifesting. In every billionth of a second, you are creating a new reality. And again, is it you creating? It's Mother Father God with you. When you line up to the highest good of all, which is Mother Father God's will for you to honor your passion and your desire, your creativity, this is your purpose, to do what you love. 
So when you are doing what you love, you are doing what you came here to do. And when you are doing this, this is also what God wants you to do. So now you're co-creating. No humanoid has ever created anything. Man does not create. Man lines up with the creative energies. You align with your what you call purpose or your goal or intention for being on earth in the first place. So today, your only work is to come into unity consciousness in the self, to seek and find your inner conflicts, the inner distortions. This is the battle between your masculine and feminine. As the logical five sensory part of you is saying, well, I don't see it, it must not be true. And the intuitive non-physical part of you is telling you, you receive the indicators through your thoughts, feelings, and emotions. But since you think you're the body, you disregard them as your own. So we are reminding you that you receive, you're the receiver. You're not the creator of the thought, you receive it. So the good news is the final outcome is done, that we will all eventually return to source and rest in unity consciousness. However, the journey to it is up to us. This is why I stress this message so much that there's not a battle, because we need to be accountable so that we can create intentionally to be a deliberate creator. The end result is done. There's no worry, no problem, no solution to seek. Mother, Father, God is waiting for us at the finish line, you might say. But the race to get there, it's up to us. We can take detours, we can go this way, we can go that way, when there's only one way. And you know this one way because it's connected with, it correlates with your passions and your heart's desire. So Mother Earth telling us, even the angels can't tell you what's coming up because you haven't taken the steps yet. We're all in mystery right now. The only difference is the angels and Mother Gaia knows that we're not separate from Mother Father God, so they're not worried. We think we're separate from Source, so we worry along the path, not realizing we came to create the path with Source. So yes, the final message from Mother Earth with the number nine lets us know as a collective we are coming to the end of a phase or a cycle and it will be time to move in a new direction. And that new direction is oneness. to the end of the episode, I do feel guided to share some final thoughts. In regards to the sacred mind or the higher mind, the higher brain that Ganesha refers to, this is the calibration outside of the memory loop when you stop referring to the memory to create your identity present perspective from the right now and not to contaminate your present moment with the past memory or experience. In regards to how to do this, we feel like we address this in every episode, and that is to take the lesson. Ask how the situation worked in your favor. How are you more integrated and whole? How can you help others? So on and so on. 
This is the reprogramming of the subconscious. And as you do this, it will create a chemical reaction which activates the sacred heart. So the sacred mind and the sacred heart refer to the higher bodies, the non-physical self of you. So as we are honoring the sacred heart, it is only fitting that we stop and honor Brother Yeshua Jesus, who was the example of this integration. Jesus reminding us that everything we are working towards today is to return to that spiritual spiritual communion or connection. That the love of the Creator is unending and unconditional. It is agape to have love with no condition. So we can be in the ego as long as we want. We can stay in the illusion of separation as long as we want. And we will always have a safe return home. So it's no problem. But we can tell and we can feel, collectively speaking, that we've got all the data we need in regards to being in that illusion of separation. We don't need to experience it anymore to refer to the experience we've already gotten. We have the data. So the Sacred Heart ending this message, you might say, is the reminder that as you come to unify your own inner conflicts and stop referring to the memory, this will lead you to a higher part of the brain where there are gossamer fibers that your scientists and doctors cannot measure. They tell you you're not using your brain. Well, technically, they're not lying. You're using one part of your brain over and over and over, the reptilian brain, the lower part of the brain, the brain that tells you you're in survival mode. This is why you see a battle out there, because you think that you need to fight to stay alive. And part of this comes from the distortion that you believe in death. The lower part of the brain believes we die because it is the body, and the body will perish or transform. However, what you really are is a immortal consciousness that's experiencing states of being. So as we stop listening to the voice that's telling us the illusion, you automatically, you might say naturally, activate the sacred heart within you, which is a chemical reaction. The cerebral cortex dripping this liquid that goes down the 33 vertebrae and then rises back up. We have spoke about this before. This represents the resurrection, to be born again. Brother Jesus would be the brother on earth that was in the illusion of separation. This is why he asked, Father, why have you forsaken me? He had moments of, you might say, despair because he was identifying with the body. But then once he stopped referring to the five senses in the body, he walked to the cross with no problem. He had no fear. In fact, he asked Mother Father God to forgive them because they didn't know what they were doing. So he's the example of what happens when you stop referring to the memory loop on earth. You have access to the refined guidance within you that's in the heart space. You think too physically focused. You're thinking the biology. We're thinking of a particle, adamantium, that emanates from your electromagnetic field. But this can only happen once you access the higher brain because this chemical drips down and activates it. So yes, you are a sacred technology. And the information you attach to determines how the vessel will operate and run. And if you're 
operating from the perspective that you are separate from source, of course you're going to be in survival mode. Of course you will see a battle out there and they did this, they're doing this. So on this day, if there's any intention with this episode, it is that you remember only you manifest for you. No one else manifests for you. And just because you can see the world in chaos and destruction, this does not mean it represents the absolute truth. That we descended first, we came from Mother Father God to implement the ways of the realm we came from. And you come from love. For love. To love. And from this perspective, what are we loving? The distorted identity. You're forgiving yourself because you were operating under a false identity. You were pretending to be something you're not. You were pretending to be separate from Mother Father God. And because of this, you have created a battle in your experience, in the world for you. So we must forgive ourselves first. Which self? The personality identity. Because it didn't know any better. Right? Forgive them for they know not what they do. This is what we're telling the ego. Ego, I forgive you because you didn't know what you were doing. You thought you were separate from Mother Father God. It's okay. I forgive you. This way it can be integrated. You take the struggle out of it. You don't fight the ego. This is why we tell you don't kill the ego. We heal the ego. If you fight the ego, it will win. It's a fighter. It's the part of you that held you and made you survive this whole time, got you through every moment you didn't know how you were going to get through. That's the ego you will lose. So you're not giving up, but you are giving in to what you really are. And when you give in to what you really are, which is love, all the battles are removed. Love is the great healer. <laughs>